don't get caught being an April Fool today on Podcasts of Magoria. <laughs> Halloween A to Z. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today is our S movie, S standing for Slaughter High. Ooh. As I said in the last episode, hmm, horror high um, esque. Hmm, <laughs> adjacent, adjacent for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. This 1986 slasher classic. It is 80 slasher all over. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it feels like um, if you were to make a movie now that was either spoofing or or just like if you were making an homage to mm -hmm. like classic 80s uh, slasher i think this is the product that you probably end up making yeah yeah <laughs> this one has three directors Oof. yeah um which we we i've mentioned in the past that unless it is a movie that's an anthology more than one director kind of spooks me a little bit yeah you know because when it comes to horror movies it tends to be that the the multiple director thing means that there was either a problem on the set or they just flat out didn't know what they were doing. And maybe some of the above uh, was definitely involved with this production. Yeah, I feel like with this, uh, you could tell where other directors might have yeah. stepped in. It almost feels like three different movies that, like as it goes along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the movie begins... Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm just jumping right oh, on dang. in. Oh, <laughs> dang. The movie begins with the title and some thunder. <laughs> yeah it uh it immediately kind of starts off goofy yeah as music plays which is ultimately your uh theme song for the film and um, oh my god what a great song it is yeah oh yeah 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 it's it's at first kind of like you're just like ah generic uh 80s song but yeah, what I thought was happening was I thought that the actual, like, movie soundtrack uh -huh. um, was playing over a metal song. And then once I realized that it was all one song, I was like, oh, this rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we end up just kind of getting, like, sweeping shots of a, uh, of a school uh, while the song plays. And then eventually we see a girl walking with a nerd trying Ooh. to bring him uh, to somewhere a little bit more secluded to do it. Mm. Yes. And uh, we quickly find out that it is April Fool's Day as a gang of kids uh, come out of a room as they walk by and uh, pull the date down to yeah. reveal... Yeah, that it's April 1st, which, uh, you know, is, is a weird, it's kind of an interesting shot. Like, it is, it like, is. Yeah, because also the kids that come out of the room, they all have, like, film equipment. So mm -hmm. this is where we kind of go, oh, we got some sort of prank situation happening mm -hmm. here. There's no way this gal is just going to be hooking up with this nerd. <laughs> also, whenever the calendar shows that it's April 1st, uh, the song 
hits that point in it where there's laughter and you hear like you hear the singer go ah, April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of goofy. <laughs> uh, at this point in the movie like I wasn't sure if we were getting ourselves into an actual like horror spoof film. Yeah. It it's also funny though cuz at this point I was like, "Oh, an April Fool's Day movie. That's funny because last year we had the Valentine's Day movie yeah. on our A to Z. That's so. right. <laughs> yeah, we're still sneaking in those uh, those holiday films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, of course. Uh, they end up stopping by a girl's room and Marty's like, I can't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she, she finally convinces them uh, that they can go in because everybody else is at class. So uh, now would be the perfect time uh, to go in the girls' room. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings him in there and starts convincing him to take his clothes off. He needs to go into the stall and take his clothes off while she's getting herself prepared uh, separately from him, which should have given him like kind of a hint that maybe something's up. Um, but of course he's got too much wiener brain to think about that while he's in the stall prepping himself. This is when the gang of kids come in to the room to start setting up their camera equipment all while, um, Carol, by the way, is the name of the girl, uh, with our nerd, uh, who's also, his name's Marty, by the way, the characters setting up their stuff and Carol's talking to Stella, just kind of like covering up the sound of uh, of the camera crew and stuff uh, mm-hmm. so so marty just thinks that it's one girl in the room uh fixing to just to walk out like they do the whole all right well see you later bye stomp 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 <laughs> she starts talking to marty through the curtain and uh he reveals that it's his birthday yeah what a great birthday it is for this to happen and she's she kind of has a little bit of guilt on her face, but ends up pulling the curtain back anyway to reveal naked Marty. Yeah, you see his weenie. We see everything. That's yeah. not normal, yeah. especially for, I'm assuming, an American film. Yeah. Oh, well, this is, it is an American slash uh, British production. Oh, okay. That's right. That's and also, right. like, the producer did produce hardcore porn also. oh okay so, so if okay. anything this is i'm surprised that we didn't have like gratuitous sex uh, scenes in this every five minutes <laughs> everybody starts screaming april fools at marty and also where's the beef yeah <laughs> that's right and where's the beef yeah that's so funny um it's terrible but it, it's funny yeah it's terrible uh, mostly because after this they start torturing the poor boy yeah yeah he tries to run out the door but they had set a car battery up to the door he gets a shock from it and uh, falls on the ground and they drag him across you know the bathroom floor now while this is happening the janitor peeks through the window and sees it and runs and gets the uh the coach to, to you know going hey there's a bunch of kids in the girl's bathroom i think something messed up's happening so the coach you know is like oh shit so he starts to go you know towards the bathroom but not before we get to see marty's grundle yeah, yeah, that was pretty surprising. <laughs> <laughs> As they uh, pick him up and uh, give him a swirly. Yeah, the coach comes in at this moment, and I'm really surprised by his behavior because in real life and in movies, coaches are usually like, oh, I see you're just picking on the nerd. Go ahead, keep going, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> I honestly expected him to join in. But no, he kind of like, it's like, why would you think this is fun? Yeah. Whose idea of fun is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, he ends up yelling at uh, Marty also. Well, yeah, but, but but yeah, like he ends up sentencing all all, all the students to uh, some some manner of detention. Yeah, we say some manner because it's like a gym detention situation. Yeah. I never like. I went to detention a couple of times in school, and I, it was never anything like this. No, it wasn't like hard labor. It's usually just you sitting at a desk. Yeah, having bored. to write something or yeah. whatever. The coach ends up doing like this drill sergeant act with all the kids and stuff, and is going to each one, you know, shit talking them and, and whatnot. And you know, you get to the guy that was wearing the Joker mask, and not like the comic book Joker, but like a jester mask. But they keep saying Joker. Yeah. We didn't mention that there was one of these bullies that was wearing a jester mask. (laughs) Of course. You think you're a real funny guy. You don't make me laugh. After the coach is doing his little drill sergeant act, he ends up asking where Harrison and Putney are because they've been missing this whole time. I kept getting their names all screwed up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We end up seeing where Harrison and Putney are. They end up approaching Marty by the lockers uh, and offer him a joint. Ah. That's, that's kind of nice of them. They're just kind of apologizing. Not because yeah. as Marty walks away, they laugh to themselves because mm-hmm. something got put in that joint. Yeah, they're just like, just wait till he tries that dope. <laughs> they finally arrive to the gym detention and um, they're immediately put to work. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think, though, that they get have to do any extra push-ups or anything. He just says, get down, give me 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what everybody else is doing anyway. They don't get, it, they don't get uh, punished anymore, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Marty is seen in the uh, chemistry lab, you know, prepping to do some form of uh, experimentation or some, something in regards to, to some chemistry work. Yeah, and he thinks this is a good idea to light up the joint, which I'm like, come on, Marty, you're a science man. You should know better than to smoke around chemicals and stuff. Yeah, right. But these chemicals aren't really stored safely either. No, no. So I don't think safety is a priority in this place. No, up on the top of a rickety shelf is a giant bottle of acid. Uh, that he ends up pulling down and put pouring into a beaker, puts back up on the rickety shelf, which in itself was a bad idea. You also notice that none of the bottles up there have any like lids on them. It's all yeah. exposed chemicals. <laughs> uh, he ends up getting sick from the joint and runs to the bathroom. We go back to the gym to see that Skip breaks a, a window and and claims that oh somebody threw a brick i need to go out there and see who it was the coach allows him to do so which doesn't make any sense yeah. uh, skip ends up running into the uh the chemistry lab to set up some sort of like chemical prank which i not a that, great plan yeah it could turn out anyway yeah. like Mixing chemicals is dangerous, kids. That's right. Yeah. As he runs out of the chemistry lab, he ends up kind of bumping into Marty, uh, who is finally coming out of the locker room after throwing up. Um, When he gets back to the chemistry lab, though, a big accident happens. Yeah. And just worse and worse stuff starts happening until the lab finally explodes. That's right. And he gets splashed with the acid as well mm. uh, during all the mess. Yeah, he gets uh, pinned down by one of the pipes that had fallen that's like 
on. It, well, I it's, think it's I it's think it's burning the, red hot. Yeah. Well, I think it's the gas pipe. Yeah. That yeah. has come loose and is over him. And yeah, so he's trying to get up uh, and is just holding on to it, screaming. By the way, all the kids and, and the gym teacher stuff ran ran to the lab to see this all happening. Yeah. And I want to point out that all the bullies are acting like concerned and sad, but they they set this up. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah, yeah. of all, and second of all, the fire's not really that spread. Like there's yeah. a clear He has a clear path. Path to Marty. One of them could have went in and helped him or something. Maybe I mean, it could have been also, like, when it comes to, like, chemical fires and stuff, there's usually some manner of, like, noxious gas also. Yeah, So maybe, maybe they just, like, were like, well, shit, can't run in there because we might pass out and then burn also. Like, a, a possibility. Okay, I don't know. I'm, okay. trying to give them, I'm trying to give them a little bit of credit here. <laughs> okay. I, I doubt they thought that. <laughs> uh, as Marty's wheeled out by paramedics, Carol goes up to him and apologizes and just like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen and all this. And uh, that's when Marty leaps up from the, the stretcher and starts to strangle Carol. She awakens. It's some time later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's obviously an adult now because she's got this huge bed and this mm -hmm. huge lavish house. Yeah. She's some sort of actress yeah <laughs> because she gets a call from her agent and she's just kind of arguing with him because she doesn't want to work with the certain producer who turns out to be a sleaze yeah she's basically like turning down doing a skin flick yeah she says she'd rather go to her high school reunion than uh do this flick which she does she ends yeah. up going to the reunion yeah definitely makes a choice to do so but not before she decides to take a shower <laughs> Which we see no boobs. Yeah, no boobs. Yeah, no boobs happen in this scene, which is um, baffling. We just saw full sausage. <laughs> and full grundle. And so full grundle. Why no, no boobs? No boobs, no butt, nothing. <laughs> she, she, The actress must have been uncomfortable with doing nudity because the fact that, like, while she's in the shower, the, like... You don't get like side boob, you don't get nothing. And then whenever she pulls open the shower curtain, she's already got her towel wrapped around her. Yeah. And I I said it would be so great if there was like no boobs at all throughout this whole movie. Yeah. I thought that that would be so funny. Fortunately, that doesn't happen, but yeah. Oh, Fortunately, well. unfortunately, I couldn't tell you. Say lovey. <laughs> um, but yeah, we end up getting uh, a little bit of exposition from uh, one of the other students that had come into Carol's house and is talking to her about uh, getting ready for the uh, the school reunion. We get the theme song again, hooray, <laughs> as it plays, and we see Skip driving an old beetle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it seems to have some problems because it's putting along the yeah. road. Um, he stops for a moment to uh, kind of listen to the radio and comment to himself that, oh, I can't believe I'm going back to the reunion. Yeah. This is so crazy. Uh, I guess kind of uh, really feeding it to the audience. Oh, that... yeah. By the way, this is a student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the radio, it talks about how April Fool's Day is tomorrow mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, everybody have fun and whatnot. Yeah. He then, like, drives around the corner and we see another classmate on the side of the road hitchhiking. It's Nancy, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I thought it was so weird that immediately after he had stopped him turning the corner and she's right there. Yeah. Like, that's so weird. Well, you almost see the actress realize that she's in frame. Like, oh, she's yeah? kind of like standing around. And then as soon as she kind of comes in frame, it's like someone off the camera was like, hey, you're, you're on. And she Action. goes, oh, yeah, yeah. She kind of like jumps for a second. You know, and I don't I don't think it was like, oh, she saw a car. It, I think it was the actress realizing she was being filmed. <laughs> he stops to pick her up and they exchange, you know, pleasantries. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when he goes to start his car back up, it, it the engine shot. <laughs> yeah. They get out of the car and he starts to look at the engine and um, get startled by the honk of a truck that's one foot behind him. Mm-hmm. He didn't hear it pull up. Yeah, how the hell did it sneak up on him? <laughs> it's a big truck. It is. Yeah, it, it turns out that these are also some classmates. Yeah. Like, it's so weird how all of them are just kind of meeting up all in one place. Yeah, this one corner. <laughs> yeah, it is Joey and Stella that are uh, the ones that meet up with them. And, you know, of course, give him shit for his car and all that stuff. You know, it's it's, it's classic, like... Old friends meeting up, ribbing each other. You see this in a ton of films, like It or something. Yeah. You know, uh, they see Carol drive by, which, gee, thanks, Carol. <laughs> yeah, right. Joey ends up towing Skip's car to the school, and everybody arrives. The school, I want to point out, is <laughs> the, like all the plants are overgrown. Yeah. It's clearly been abandoned for years. Yeah, the outside's all grungy. All the bullies are standing around going, huh, nobody else has shown up. That's weird. Yeah. And nobody's questioning anything yet. No. Frank shows up on a motorcycle and he just completely biffs the parking job. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He completely wipes out. It's insane. Like, and he's just like, he leans up and goes, I got to get rid of that bike. Oh. That's the other thing about this movie is, okay, Frank's the first one that I really noticed it with his accent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and and we'll, we'll do this the one time so we don't focus on it later on the movie. But, yeah. But guys, um, I don't know where these people think they're from. Mm. And I don't think they know where they're from because their no. accents change regularly. I think it's Nancy where she goes like from like a southern accent to like a midwestern accent. She has a British accent. To like accent. a British yeah. accent at one point. Yeah. yeah. Stella does it too because Stella, she'll have like that like, you know, ditzy blonde accent. Mm-hmm. But then you also hear her go into like a British accent for a second. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, come on now. <laughs> for whatever reason... They all hang out outside the school all the way until it is nighttime. Yeah, and they're still just like, huh, nobody else is showing up. I guess we'll have to go in and see what's going on. And they have to break into the school. Yeah. And they still think that there's a party going yeah. on. Yeah, they're just like basically, well, we can't leave because um, what if someone shows up? And then we're going to miss out on the party. And Carol's just like, let's just go get a room somewhere and hang out. And they're like, no, 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 let's go in. And so, yeah, they break in. And also, guys, like, the movie's really dark. Mm-hmm. And there's a tongue-in-cheek joke there because Stella's just like, God, it's so dark. I can't see anything. I honestly think that they piped in. I think they recorded that line just <laughs> to the make up for the fact that you can't see shit for, like, 
I'd probably say about 50% of the movie is, is almost like pitch black scene. That would be hilarious if they actually did pipe that in because, yeah, I I wrote in my notes several times, can't see anything. Yeah. Um, in fact, my note here is can't see shit, but someone steps in dog shit because yeah. they, they mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. It almost becomes an audio drama uh, for a second there. Yeah. They do get inside the building yeah. and the rest of the gang goes in as well. We get a little jump scare as Joey uh, decides to pop out in yeah. a, you know, Jason-esque mask yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's the first thing that you could see for like five minutes. Yeah. They kind of all kind of come to the realization that, oh man, there isn't actually a reunion. We've been pranked. And this is when Skip, because he was a class clown, mm-hmm. um, he ends up taking responsibility. Well, he ends up like claiming that, oh yeah, yeah, this was all me. And he does so for a good chunk of the movie where he keeps like, keeps going, oh, yep, this was me. Just classic Skip, just doing this funny thing. And it's just like, you're not concerned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I probably wouldn't be taking credit for this weird situation. They start to look around. They decide that they want to go check out their old classroom and all that stuff because i mean shoot might as well while you're there yeah they show a couple of the students kind of separate uh from the group like carol's kind of looking at uh-huh. uh the old lab and stella and frank are in a room that has a bed in it for some reason yeah in a school okay That's weird <laughs> um yeah, they, they all kind of like re-meet up together and end up uh, in their old classroom, which has a, a big old sign that says, welcome back, and there's concessions yeah. and all that stuff. So, hey, it wasn't a prank. There there was a party. Yeah. For some reason, nobody else is there. But <laughs> And also, for some reason, all of their old lost items are just sitting around. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody else is from the school like they no, they don't notice anybody else. They just notice all of their specific group's items. Like yeah. it's weird. And Skip is still taking credit for all the above, which is insane. Yeah, like it's absolutely nuts because the fact that I mean, like this would be the point where you go, oh, okay, guys, it turns out that it wasn't me because what what does he gain? Yeah. By claiming that he set up the party. Now, do you think it was supposed to be something for the audience to maybe put suspicion on Skip? I think, oh, yeah, I absolutely think that was supposed to be like some sort of like red herring. Mm-hmm. But it's it's such a shallow it is. Know, plot point that it, is. it doesn't make any it just it makes so little sense that it doesn't even function as a uh, red herring. Yeah. And plus, like everybody knows who it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. They end up looking at, they notice Marty's locker uh, in the classroom and finally decide that they're going to look inside of it. When they open it, oh no, there's a rat. Oh no, a fancy rat. Yep, another fancy rat. <laughs> um, they also see his yearbook and start looking through it and giggling at their old pictures. And this scene annoys me because... They're going into this more of the story of Marty and how he had to get plastic surgery procedures yeah. for up to six months. And afterwards, he got sent to an asylum because yeah. of the situation and blah, blah, blah. Everybody's acting kind of um, surprised by all this, even though I know they all graduated together. So they should have 
known all this information already, right? Yeah, you would think that everybody would already know this, but for some reason, only like one of them actually knows the story of Marty. Yeah, what's up with that? There's a quick shot of the hallway, and you see a shadowy uh, figure of the jester mask, uh, and you hear the bells ring. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, the gang decides now's a good time as any to start doing some drugs. Uh, we got some coke up in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shirley needs to go to the bathroom but doesn't want to go alone. Okay, I do have to do an impersonation of how she said this. Sure. So, Skip, I want to go pee. <laughs> yeah, she says it really weird. <laughs> she says it so weird. Yeah, Carol ends up agreeing to uh, accompany Cheryl to the bathroom. While they're walking in the hall, they end up getting a, a jump scare from Skip and Frank. Those two goofballs. Always pranking. Yep. They end up walking around the corner. Uh, Skip and Frank end up bumping into Bigby, the janitor, who's no longer the janitor for the school, but is now the caretaker for the property. He ends up explaining that the school has been abandoned for five years now, and they plan on demolishing it like in the next month. Yeah, why why is he still there being a caretaker? I guess, like, just to make sure nobody's, you know, trespassing. But uh, he's also a big old pushover because mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, well, we used to go to the school. And he ends up remembering them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they give him a beer. And he's like, all right, well, have fun looking around the school the last chance you get. Uh, take care now. Bye. Yeah, he just tells <laughs> them not to start any fires. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Do you think that was a reference to the uh, to the to the mutilation of Marty? Oh my God, maybe. Do you think that was like a tongue-in-cheek joke? Yeah, maybe it was a callback. Yeah, he's just like, ah, don't burn any nerds. <laughs> yeah, Bigby walks off with the beer, humming to himself, <laughs> and he is the first victim that gets killed for some reason. Yep, I guess just like because he wasn't an important character. Yeah, just uh, maybe it was a practice run. Maybe. Yeah, he ends up getting <laughs> his head impaled on a coat hook and uh, and then the killer nails him up as well. I guess to yeah. make sure he doesn't slide off. <laughs> Back at the party, they're like everybody has chowed down on some food, uh, listening some, to some good music. And Nancy decides that she wants to uh, do a, a party trick with Skip uh, where it's a he has to put a funnel on his pants and uh, put a coin on his forehead and then he has to drop the coin from his forehead into the funnel. Except for this is a chance for Nancy to prank Skip as yeah. she pours a water down his pants. Yep. And he gets a little bent out of shape about it. Oh, what? He can prank everybody else, but nobody can prank him. That's right. Right. He can dish it out. He can't take it. <laughs> One of them ends up notating that now it's after midnight. So it is officially April Fool's Day. Ooh. Ooh. One of the gang, Ted, he's just, you know, talking big game about being able to gulp down a beer. Yeah. In less than five seconds. And so he proceeds to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, except for, oh man, this beer must have made him really gassy as his guts start spilling out. Yeah. 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 His tummy, uh, like, pops loose. <laughs> and 
I will say the guts that they used for this, uh, I don't know if it was like pig guts or what, yeah. but they looked like actual yeah, like, it was, meat. Yeah, it was proper real guts that yeah. was like squeezing through like a latex bu- uh, belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the gang all freak out naturally and, and run out, except for Shirley. She, uh, she splits from the group because she was the one that got covered with blood while they all run around out into the school. She, she splits off to the bathroom to start washing the blood off. We kind of get this back and forth with this because while she's doing this, the gang ends up discovering that they're actually locked inside the school. Yeah. And um, not, not only is the door locked, but the windows, um, they have like grating on them and they've been uh, electrified. Mm-hmm. We get some boobs. Yeah, darn. That's right. It wasn't uh, just it wasn't just Wiener. We we get uh to see Shirley uh taking a full bath. Yeah. Okay, she barely filled up the tub. Yeah, it's like an inch of water, yeah. But why didn't she just shower yeah. off? Yeah. There's proper it's a proper gym like with a proper locker room uh with actual sh- we know for a fact there are shower booths there yeah and for whatever reason she decides that now would be a great time to take a relaxing bath yeah <laughs> now i guess like the reason why they chose this uh, as a thing was because um unfortunately by taking a bath she isn't actually it turns out that the the bath is actually an acid bath yeah, as the water uh, runs, it starts running red to mm-hmm. show that it's a chemical, I guess. Yeah, we get a really good effect of her face melting. Yeah, like uh, the makeup on her body, whenever it's getting chemically burned, it looks kind of meh. But th- yeah, when they do the close-up of her face, like just uh, melting away, like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very similar to like um, Arnold Tut in um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like his face melting from the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Now, we're getting a twofer spe- uh, special here because while she's being melted in the acid bath, Carl manages to actually get out one of the windows to go to Carol's car to go drive for help. Unfortunately, when he gets into the car, uh, he is stabbed from behind. Mm -hmm. And we get a kind of baffling moment. Yeah, okay. So he's stabbed, and immediately the car uh, drives off. Uh And then it turns around... Which everybody's like, no, no, don't, don't come back, go, go, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they they think that it's Carl driving, and when it comes back, it shines its light on Carl's body, which yeah. is hanging from a fence. We never see the killer drag his body off or anything. Well, this happens like instantly. W- yeah, within a few seconds. How like, did how he d- get the? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Everyone comes back in to kind of check on Shirley. I guess um, they finally realize she wasn't there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is when they see that, oh, she's soup. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just her uh, her bloody skeleton floating in a soup of, of, of her. Yeah. Um, While they're standing there, they're all freaking out. And uh, one of them keeps saying that what happened to Marty was an accident. Didn't seem like an accident. It seemed like you guys uh, tried to kill a little nerdy boy to me. (laughs) That's right. Uh, We also see 
that the last member of the group arrives uh, late, Susan. She ends up seeing that everyone's cars are there and uh, also kind of realizes that, oh, this is it's all dark. It's, this is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but ends up entering the school anyway. At the end of a hall is a giant picture of Marty. I guess like it wouldn't have been in like an in memory of like, so yeah. I have no idea why this giant picture of him is in the hallway other than to serve for this scare which is she gets up to the picture and then two arms come out yeah and uh as far as we're aware she's killed off screen yes skip and frank are are kind of off on their own again yeah and um skip was aware of susan frank tells skip about uh about shirley and then uh and then Frank's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I saw a tractor. We should use the tractor uh, to get out of here, which okay, I, I guess why not, you know. Does none of their cars work? Like, right? what's going on here? Yeah, for whatever reason, they think the tractor is the right way to go. So they meet up with Joe, yeah. who I guess was a mechanic. Yeah, uh, luckily this tractor, when they find it, does have a gas can with it that can get them about 10 to 12 miles away. Yeah. (laughs) Joe ends up kind of working on the tractor, and still, yet again, I'm like, okay, so they got to work on the tractor to get it ready. Why can't they just go to one of their cars? Yeah, yeah. There's at least, like, okay, so Carol's car probably still works. Yeah. Um, Because we saw it running. And then, of course, Joe, Joe's truck. Joe's truck. Should be still functioning. Yeah. Skip's bug probably doesn't work still. Yeah. And then then Frank's got a motorcycle. But then, like, er, there's a few other characters that came in different cars, too. That's right. Yeah. So it's just like. (laughs) Somebody's car has got to work. Yeah. Yeah. Susan's car could probably work. Shirley's car uh, probably works. Um, Nancy didn't have a car. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's there's easily like four cars that are fully functioning. Um, <laughs> but anywho, Frank and Skip kind of go off on their own and Frank ends up having a moment with Stella. Yeah, I don't know why Stella and Frank are alone together. Yeah, I don't know if Stella was like, ooh, come over here, I gotta talk to you. Yeah. Or something. That's probably the case because she ends up... Uh, like really hardcore hitting on Frank and Frank's like, Whoa, what are you doing? You're married to Joe. Yeah. And she's just like, Well, the kid that we have is actually yours and mine. That's actually little Frank. And he's just like, Why didn't you tell me? And she's just like, Ah, oh, you know. <laughs> Joe was there. <laughs> yeah, and for some reason this makes Frank go, Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. fine. We can make out. <laughs> yeah. Back to Joe in his garage. A shadowy figure enters and he thinks that it's Frank. Uh, so he asks him for a wrench. The shadowy figure ends up handing him the wrench, but then also releases the hydraulic that had the uh, detractor lifted. Joe is holding with all of his might to keep it from crushing him. But while this is going on, the killer ends up turning on the lawnmower feature on the, uh, the tractor and slashing um joe's arms so it falls on him grinding him up to a fine paste Ooh, yuck <laughs> back to stella and frank um we get some sort of humor here where i guess frank couldn't perform at first uh, yeah. because stella's like oh you're not turning gay on us are you uh wonderful yeah uh, um, yeah we love we love the uh 
yeah good job the homophobic it. humor yeah um <laughs> he takes up the challenge and they start to do it well we've got other characters to check up on um because not everybody's dead yet so we see carol skip and and nancy uh, all hanging out together and skip's like where the heck is stella and frank and she points up and you see the light above them moving back and forth uh-huh. oh they must be doing it and doing it they are they are and this is when it gets pretty funny for me because as they're they're uh climaxing i guess uh-huh. <laughs> they they both get fried yeah they both get electrocuted she screams ah which they hear downstairs and skips just like ah she must have really needed that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, the three decide to go and check on everybody else since they haven't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. And they end up finding uh, the bodies of their friends. Yeah. Which this makes Skip uh, just, he starts taunting the killer. He mans up. Like he goes from being like class clown to being like a quasi hero. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just screaming, Marty, get your ass out here. They end up going into the gym, I guess, to get some sort of protective uh, weaponry, which the only thing that any of them picks up uh skip picks up a javelin yeah they continue to walk around the halls um nancy ends up kind of having a little bit of a breakdown blaming skip and carol going none of us should be dying because it's ultimately your guys's fault that this all happened yeah and um skip ends up reassuring nancy that oh well all we gotta do is stay up. We gotta we gotta make it till noon. Make sure we don't fall asleep because he won't be attacking us after noon, surely. Yeah, yeah. Apparently uh, April Fool's Day ends at noon. Yeah, how I've never heard that. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, I meant to look that up to see if the like, April Fool's tradition is it runs from midnight to noon. Isn't April first all day long? Yeah. It's not like it just suddenly becomes the second in the middle of the day. Right. So it doesn't make any damn sense. Skip, I don't know why, ends up walking off from the rest of uh, of them and ends up yeah. getting snagged. And it's like, well, shit. Huh? <laughs> he ends up getting hung. You know, like like the killer ends up hanging him. Uh, luckily, the killer doesn't do too great of a job uh, because the rope ends up slipping off the hook that it was hanging from. And uh, Skip falls uh, to the ground. Now, this is when I was like, oh, hmm. Are are the rest of the friends, like, actually, actually dead? Right. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, Carol and Nancy end up walking around. And they don't see the bodies of any of their friends. Yeah, all, like, all the rooms that the killings have happened in are practically clean. Like, yeah. Like, the bed is made Mm -hmm. again why is there a bed but (laughs) (laughs) yeah and the soup's gone and so whenever we had seen skip like his death not go through i was just like huh Huh. what's going on here yeah we hear the sound uh the audio of the prank in the beginning of the movie with uh marty and nancy and carol walk in and they see that the projector is playing the footage that they would have filmed uh, during uh, him getting, uh, you know, his swirly. Yeah. And uh, also in the middle of this room is the yearbook that they had found earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Marty's yearbook. And now Nancy's photo is X'd out, which that makes her, like, completely freak out. Yeah, because she's like, oh, I'm next, I'm next. And so she runs out. And she literally runs out of the school. The door yeah. 
the door's not locked anymore, yeah, folks. Yeah, it's also daytime now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She runs outside. She's being pursued by the killer as she falls into the, the cesspit. Yeah, the septic tank. Yeah, yeah. And ends up, you know, getting stuck in there and easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible way to go, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, this is when the last 20 minutes of the movie is just Carol running from one room to the next and, you know, the killer ultimately finding her, her freaking yeah. out, and then her and running, running to the next room. And it's long shots of her running down the hallway. Yeah, and it's not any, like, necessarily important, like, um, no. plot-driven uh, chasing either. It's literally just footage that they took of this lady yeah. running through this school. <laughs> yeah, my notes eventually just became, it was uh, me writing the room, comma, Carol runs, comma, the next room, comma. Like, it was just that. I was yeah. just, li- I, I just ended up just listing the rooms because it was just like, it was bathroom, auditorium, uh, locker mm-hmm. room. like it Girls was just, room. Girls yeah. room, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and various ways of the killer almost killing her. Yeah, and I mean, there's a few... Uh, interesting things that happen like uh when she's in the girl's room the toilet starts bubbling and all this blood comes up and starts flooding the room and uh when they're in the auditorium she the killer's like stabbing through the curtains and stuff yeah but it's just a lot of little things like that and i was really disappointed at this point yeah well, it was, it was too much. Yeah, I was thoroughly enjoying the film up until the last 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, because, like, if they would have done the bu- the blood bu- bubble up uh-huh. and then just, like, then her hiding in the auditorium or whatever. Yeah. Like, that would have been fine. But because they just kept having these really long scenes of her running down the hallway, it really just kind of kills the mood for the rest of the film. Yeah. She does also accidentally kill Skip during this (laughs) that now that is an important part of this whole thing yeah while she's hiding she ends up getting her hands on an axe um comes around the corner skip comes around the corner at the same time and she gets them right in the forehead yeah whoops (laughs) Um, she ends up running into the room where it all began the girl's locker room Mm -hmm. uh to hide in the bath in the shower stall where where marty had ultimately um uh, had his big embarrassment mm-hmm. <laughs> where they tried to find the beef. <laughs> Marty comes in. Uh, well, the killer comes in, reveals, duh, it's Marty. Yeah. Laughing like a maniac. And he stabs her with the javelin. Yeah. And killing her. Very easy. Mission accomplished. Turns on the water. And yeah, turns on the laughs shower. Laughs. Yeah. He announces his victory to the halls. Yeah. Yeah. But all of a sudden, he starts hearing his name uh, being chanted yeah. in a ghostly tone. Yes. Yeah. This part turns into like a weird Broadway production because there's <laughs> all this like fog suddenly and, and crazy lighting. And Marty ends up being pursued by the zombie ghosts of all of the bullies yeah (laughs) and also like they don't look like they did when they died because they're stylized like Mm -hmm. the girl's hairs are are, the girl's hair is all like teased out and Uh crazy yeah and the boy's hair too and they all have like that like really like cheesy zombie makeup on and 
I don't know. It's just really weird. Um, they grab for Marty and, oh, he wakes <laughs> up. Yeah, Marty wakes up uh, in uh, the hospital, uh, you know, with the bandages all over his face. Yeah, I guess he had just got done with another plastic surgery procedure, uh-huh. and he's going to be getting out soon. Yeah. But I don't know if the dream just pushed him over the edge or what. But um, an alarm sounds, and a doctor comes in to check on what's going on, and... As the nurse turns around, it turns out that it's Marty in the nurse's uniform. Yeah, yeah. Then he stabs the doctor in the eye with a syringe, looks in the mirror, starts laughing, then turns and stares at the camera while still laughing like a maniac and starts pulling off the his skin on the side of his face that had gotten the acid splashed on it. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, so yeah, there was a couple of movies in there for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. So, you know, as we said before, that there was, you know, three directors and also that it does feel like three movies. And you can flat out see the difference in quality of the film yeah. from the beginning the middle, middle and then the end yeah like it's because the way that it's filmed is completely different like the way they use the cameras is different the lighting's different i mean shoot even the acting's different mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean i still thoroughly enjoyed this movie oh yeah for sure i mean that's my verdict right there that this is a <laughs> thoroughly enjoyable movie yeah the last 20 minutes though like if you don't want to see her running around you can skip around if you want to yeah you could probably fast forward through it all the way until she's in the uh into the locker room because it is flat out like i was looking at the runtime for Mm -hmm. it and was just like holy shit this is absolutely 20 minutes of her panicking and running up and down hallways Mm -hmm. like they ran out of stuff to film and ran yeah. out of story and was just like, well, shit, we got to make it a feature length because, you know, we'd like to put this in theaters. And and yeah, so it's just if they didn't if they would have cut out the scenes of her running out up and down the hall, this movie would probably clock in under an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, hey, the rest of it's worth it. Yeah. I I do think, though, that the beginning of the movie is way more goofy than the rest of the movie. Like, it almost felt like a trauma production at the beginning. Yeah, when uh, when we... It, it definitely it feels like the beginning of Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, almost shot for shot in a way. Yeah. Um, it's just missing them putting Marty in a tutu. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's... I mean, it's flat out that. Um, and then... When uh, Carol is talking to the sleazy manager, like that would have been Lloyd Kaufman, yeah, um, because be- there's there's the posters yeah, in his room for yeah. the movies. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's you get this like goofy trauma feel for the first like 15, 20 minutes of the film, and I guess that was the first director. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because once they get into the school, once the lights go out. And it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have nearly. A, there's no gags. You know the. the you know. Like, yeah, you're right. There's a few little quips here and there that yeah. are humorous, but it, it's definitely not as as fun. Yeah, it's like they. This part of the movie was taken serious. Mm-hmm. And and it's a shame because like honestly, if they would have stuck with it being goofy, like this would be 
it'd be up there with like a lot of other like classic films. I oh think. yeah. But that being said, I definitely recommend watching it. I yeah, think, I do too. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is another one of those like you know, it's kind of like the Prowler, uh, an oh. an X ray and stuff like that. Where yeah. you know, there's a lot of really bad slasher films out there from the 80s especially but this one's one of the good ones it's not yeah. boring thoroughly um, surprised i yeah by it like i really was yeah yeah the i mean the special effects are good mm -hmm. um the soundtrack is fun yeah um, <laughs> you know and it's it's kind of a fun movie also because of the fact that you don't care about the bullies really because they're not mm. likable so you're yeah. almost rooting for like marty's kind of the hero mm -hmm. um just getting his revenge on these terrible people mm -hmm. and that almost killed him i'm yeah. just saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't feel bad for them at all because of the fact that 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 was absolutely dreadful what they did to him mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, i think they had it coming uh, so if you decide that you would like to watch this movie, it is available to watch for free on Tubi. Woo! <laughs> it's almost a poem. Our next movie, our tea movie, is Terror Tales, an anthology movie. <laughs> that will be interesting, yeah. So we will see you next time. And of course, until next time, be sure that if you find yourself at a high school reunion and maybe just maybe back in school you weren't so great to somebody watch out for that person may have stayed in the past and more importantly that person may have done something that you're going to have to do and that is stay spooky Bye. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky. Hee <laughs> <laughs>